Blog Talk Radio. How I wish that there were more than the 24 hours in the day. Even if there were 40 more, I wouldn't sleep a minute away. Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel. A fortune won and lost on every deal. All you need is strong heart and a new steel. Viva Las Vegas! Good evening, everybody. We are back. It's Viva La Vegas. We're live here on a Sunday. May 6, 2018. I'm your host, the big man on campus, Blackjack Fletcher, uh, enjoying the win for the Vegas Golden Knights. I'll take it through the next hour and a half or so uh, and talk some sports. A lot to talk about, a lot going on. Uh, obviously, uh, we just uh, finished up some NBA and NHL playoffs, a couple series. Got to tell you, uh, the NBA playoffs have been brutal, uh, this round particularly. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, we'll talk Sixers, Raptors. Where do these two teams go from here? Because, look, let's be real, folks. Uh, they're not coming back, neither of them. Uh, no one has ever come back from 3-0 down. Uh, neither of these teams is going to be the first. So uh, where do they go from here? Because I think both teams have some, some major issues um, and some issues that have really magnified themselves over the last, you know, couple of weeks. Uh, so I'll chat about that. Uh, baseball, interesting day today. Obviously a big Sunday card. One of which that I'm not big into. I've never been big into Sunday cards. Very difficult a lot of the time. Pitching rotations are generally not very good. Um, you know, teams are ready to get away and go to the next destination. Uh, Sundays are always difficult in the MLB. Let me know how you did in the MLB, what you had and what you're looking at. Uh, also, we're about 30 games into the season. Who's the best team in the MLB right now? Because, listen, I'll tell you who mine is, and maybe you'd be surprised, maybe you won't be. I'll get into that a little bit later. Also, saw a movie this weekend that I hadn't seen in a while, and I got to tell you, I wonder what happened next. And I want to ask the listeners. I know we have people that watched it, um, and I'll go with that in a little bit. Also, we'll take your calls. Give me a call, 917-889-3290. Again, 917-889-3290 here on the uh, Viva La Vegas podcast. We're presented by the Action Network. Uh, make sure you uh, go and check those guys out. Uh, Blackjack Fletcher's doing uh, content over there. Uh, does a nice job. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll uh, we'll obviously start where wherever we feel like it. Um, and make sure you're checking out our uh, sponsor of the uh, phone line, Southtown 101, 101 Parade Street in San Antonio, Texas. Um, look, you're ever in the mood for a new vacation spot, a place to go. You're in the Texas area. Go check out Southtown 101 uh, and uh, check that restaurant out. Great great bar. Great. Uh, entertainment, great food, great drinks, great stuff down there at Southtown 101. Make sure if you're in San Antonio, you frequent them and let them know Viva La Vegas sent you. Um, listen, we'll get into some baseball first. Obviously, um, the New York Yankees do it again, folks. I mean, th- this is uh, – this team is on fire right now. I mean, 15 of 16, you know, you look at today's game, really had no business winning, but um, Glaber Torres, huge home run. A uh, big double by Neil Walker on uh, the ninth inning. Jermon uh, was fantastic. What a debut. Six innings, doesn't give up a hit, nine strikeouts. I mean, they're playing about as good as anyone right now. you got to wonder when they're going to lose again. You get the Red Sox coming in. Listen, I think these are the two best teams of baseball. Right now, the Yankees uh, look like the best team in baseball. And if they're not, you know, Boston's going to be number one. Huge series. 
in New York. Can't wait. It'd be nice if it was a weekend series, but you know, you'll take any, you'll take it any day of the week. And you're going to see right now, you know, who's, uh, who's the king of the major leagues. I still think Boston overall will be the better situation just because you look at that rotation. It is strong, but this Yankee rotation is doing pretty well. Also, I mean, Severino has been fantastic. Tanaka's found, uh, you know, found it lately. Sabathia's continued to pitch well. I mean, German might be able to give you innings. I mean, this is this is impressive outing from him as well. So their rotation's starting to look up. I think the Yankees are the best team in baseball right now. That could change in a week. You know, the Mets at one point were the best team, one of the best teams in baseball. It really changes power ranking wise. But um, what do you think? I think it's the Yankees. Uh, let's. Um, Let's hit the phone, lads. If you want to call in, call in, 917-889-3290. Don't be bashful. Join the show. Uh, what's up, caller? Hey, big man. This is Teddy. How's it going? Good. What's up? Hey, man. I was just calling uh, to see if you had a chance to check out um, El Clasico today. Uh, you know, I did. I, I watched uh, the second 45 minutes. I thought the ref was horrible. Um, Horribly. yeah, I, I, again, I, um, I don't know. It just didn't have the same luster to me just because unfortunately Real Madrid's not winning anything. Um, they're, they're kind of focused on champions league and, um, yeah, I, it, you know, look, I, it did have the same luster to me as it normally does, but I, I thought the ref was a major problem in the game. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you had a chance to see, he completely missed a penalty on Marcelo. I, I don't know how you don't call that. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just crazy to think that, I mean, that was just blatant. I even, I mean, I'm, I hate Real Madrid, but I think that was a clear penalty. Um, but no, um, yeah, that was my, my, my first question here. And then my next, my next question, uh, do you, uh, ever follow like the Mexican, uh, soccer league that they have there? Uh, I can't say I do. No, someone else asked me about that. No, I, I don't. Um, no, I, I, that, for whatever, again, there's not enough leagues really. I, I try to, you know, I've gotten more into the MLS this year, which, which is kind of taking up a lot of time on some of the late nights. So no, I, I can't say I do the times that it's on it. They're not really, it's not really, you know, considered to what I'm looking for, but no, I haven't. Why do you ask? Oh, the reason I was, I would, I was going to ask is because uh, I'm half Mexican and then half uh, English. Okay. So it's, gotcha. it's kind of uh, my dad's full Mexican. He's completely into that league. Um, so I'm just wondering because I've never seen you cap it. So I was just wondering if there, if you did cap it, um, and why you didn't if you didn't cap it. Uh, yeah, it's really just kind of um, it's really just kind of a time thing. Uh, the only um, the only thing I've really gotten into as far as in like the North America, Central America, um, I've I've gotten into you know South America. I've gotten into MLS a little bit lately. Um, and I've gotten into I, I bet Argentina once in a while, but um, it's mostly European for me. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, that that that, that explains it. Because I mean, I I've never bet on that. Uh, I think it's what it's called the League of MX. I think, but I always, you know, those games are always on, you know, about the same time. And then it's, I, you know, sometimes I kind of want to throw out a bet or something. But I, I'm not just going to throw money out the window if I don't know what I'm betting. You know, so I was just. Wondering if you did cap it, how you cap it, and what teams to look for. But um, it's clear that can't you don't. Can't um, bro. Uh, I would. Uh, <laughs> I would obviously. I don't know how many people do. Maybe. Uh, maybe get your dad to start uh, capping it. He might. He might know pretty pretty good about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, my dad. Uh, my dad's completely against gambling, so he'd probably be the worst <laughs> person to ask. That but makes sense. no, I got uh, you, I but and then my my next thing here, big man, is I feel for your seventy sixers. Um, I really think they could have gotten a game or two, and just coaching decisions at the end. I mean, uh, that just I, I just don't understand some of the things that uh, Brett Brown does at the end of games. I you know he's cost them at least a game. Yeah, well, I think he's cost them three games, uh, and I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of been the major problem. Look, this team has had major issues. One of which has been Brett Brown. Two have been uh, uh, Ben Simmons. Says um, I think he looks scared to play. Uh, he doesn't look like he wants mm-hmm. to face that physical team. Uh, Brett Brown though has been awful. Uh, I mean, he has been really bad. I mean, from the bad substitutions to not calling timeouts to making no sort of adjustments when things aren't right. Um, but again, you know, you look at the, the turnovers late in the game. Um, you, know, you look at the, the inbound play um, on um, when Horford scored. I mean, th- there was no nothing set up defensively there. I mean, you got to consider the lob to the rim always. I mean, it's always going to be something that you got to worry about. Um, yeah, they, he's been incredibly out, Coach. You're totally right. Uh, I don't think it's just been one or two games. I think it's been all three games. No, no, yeah. I mean, I, I just think it, a lot of it has to do with an experience too, but I mean, you should have at least, if you're Philly, you should be at least um, at least have one game under your belt. But you know, I like I said, I think you guys uh, you guys are one big superstar away from really uh, you know getting there as far as uh, you know making the finals. But um, yeah, yeah, that, that's all I really wanted to say. And then my last thing here is who you got? Uh, who, I know Cuba is your favorite, uh, is your team. Who do you got them or AC Milan in the Dahlia? Well, I, I think Juventus will beat AC Milan. AC Milan's a, a nice story. Gattuso's done a nice job there. Uh, defensively, they've had a, a pretty nice season. Um, but, listen, I, I think they're middle-of-the-table Serie A team. We saw that evident in the uh, Europa League. I mean, they really struggled to score goals. They still are struggling to score goals. Um, you, know, you look at, compared to the rest of the big teams, um, you look at some of the other big teams in Italy, 84 goals for Juventus, 73 for Napoli, 85 for Lazio. Uh, even intern Roma in the 60s, AC Milan struggling, only 50 goals all season. I know they're they're kind of an old school, um, you know, sit in front of the, the, the net and defend, but um, there's just real, real no goal threat for this team. And they're kind of the old school version of Juventus. Juventus, you know, up until recently didn't have kind of that go forward goal strength, but um, you know, they need to try to find a way to score goals. And I know they scored goals uh, yesterday against Verona, but Verona's, shit side i mean uh i i have no other way to bet it other than juventus uh i just don't think ac milan's uh exciting enough going forward to to be interested in them yeah no i i think uh they're, they're just a level under juventus maybe two i just think with all the talent juve has i think they should win but um and then i you know what surprises me i know you're a big because you watch juve a lot there's a lot of red cards in sierra a um do you know why that is they uh, I, th- I think because they have VAR, they're a little bit more, um, I guess they're just a bit more, um, you know, they're putting them out there a little bit more. I don't know. I mean, generally Italians are pretty, uh, pretty, pretty um, fiery people. Uh, there's a lot of Italians <laughs> in the league. I- I- I'm not sure. Um, they play a little bit harder. They're obviously very uh, defensive minded. Um, they're going to go low a little bit. They're, they're, they're going to be a little bit more aggressive. That would probably be my guess. It's not necessarily like, you know, Spanish football or whatever. It's more hard-nosed, more more, more brash, um, and, you know, fiery. That's what I would say. 
All right, man. Well, thanks for taking my call, big man. I'll be I'll be listening to you and Johnny in the morning, so I've got to go to bed. Okay. Or... Take it easy. <laughs> right, Bye-bye. Yeah, you do. Yep. Um, but, yeah, he touched on the uh, Sixers. And, you know, where do they go from here? Where do the Raptors go from here? Because, like I said, neither of these teams is going to, to win anything. They're not going to come back in these series. Um, and I think both teams obviously have problems. Toronto has – where do you go with Dwayne Casey? I mean, seven years he's been there. Not won anything. They haven't won anything. You know, what are you going to do with these two, DeRozan and Lowry? But they're nice players, but they're not – I don't think they're good enough to lead a team. They've shown that time and time again. You know, do they? What do they do? Do they go after someone? Um, the Sixers have bigger problems. And I think people, you know, obviously myself included, we were all a little bit too high on this team, I think. You know, at the end of the day, you have a point guard that won't shoot the ball. You have a, a a big guy that won't play in the paint, and you have no guy at the end of the game to make you a shot. Reddick's gone. He's not coming back. You're not going to pay him $23 million to come back. Um, you know, you look at a guy like Bellinelli, nice player, scores, but when his shot's not falling, he's useless. He didn't play any defense. Covington is, um, you know, bad. I mean, what is there good to say about Robert Covington, really? I don't want to hear he's a great defender. He's just he's a, he's a defender. He's not great. He's not bad. He's just a good defender. There's nothing there to like. You have to go out and get a superstar, whether it's LeBron James or Kawhi Leonard. Um, but the big concern for me with Kawhi Leonard is, do they have enough to give up to get Kawhi Leonard? Spurs aren't stupid. They're not going to just say, you know, they know that, you know, they watch the playoffs just like we do. I mean, they see that, um, you know, Robert Covington's not, not a great player. You know, Darius Sarge has been brutal in this series. What do you have to give up to get Kawhi Leonard? I think it would work, but would they take it? I don't know. I don't see it. I think the LeBron thing is, is got legs. He's leaving Cleveland. From everything I've read, he's leaving Cleveland. Where else is he going to go? He's not going to the West Coast. He ain't going to the Knicks. You know? I think Philly's the most logical place for the guy. What do you think? I mean, obviously we'll have some I, – I know a couple of people told me they wanted to call in and talk Sixers. I'm sure they'll call in. We'll, we'll save that for that. But um, you know, I was watching um, a movie this weekend, Shawshank Redemption, and I I hadn't seen it in some time, and it was on, and I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to watch this. And it's such a great movie. It's such a great film. One of the best ever, really. I mean, you look at, you know, from end, you know, start to finish. I mean, it's just – it's a flawless film and it really details prison life. And, and I think kind of what people go through in prison and, you know, the ending is obviously very good. And you know, it got me thinking like what happened after the movie? Like, did anyone ever think of that? Like what happened to, to Dufresne and to, to red? Like what, what happened to them after the movie? You know, they leave, you leave them with them embracing on that beach and you know, what happens? Do they get married? Do they kind of live like together? Um, you know, obviously they were friends, you know, did they both get wives and like go on vacations together? Did Andy get caught and go back to prison? I mean, you, you ever, did you ever think like, you ever think about what happened? Um, I've always kind of thought about that myself, you know, what, what ends up happening after the fact, you know, does Andy get back into, you know, kind of what do you, you know, cause they were, they were still somewhat young. I mean, they're in their fifties, you know, they still had about 30 years left. I mean, there's still plenty of their golden years left. So I don't know. It got me thinking like what, what happened to them after the movie? 
Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, 917-889-3290 if you want to join the party. Um, Quan White, go. What's going on, bud? Um, I agree with you. Shaw uh, say, in my opinion, uh, to me, is just the number one film of all time. Just not even being biased, just number one film of all time. Like I, I mean, like you said, you 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 uh, nailed it perfect. Um, but number two, Godfather. But um, I always thought um, afterwards, like that, I just think they was down there making money and living off the beach and just enjoy their lives and just as bachelors. But that's just what I thought. Um, but uh, just want to uh, call and uh, and uh, see your thoughts. Uh, I thought Blackjack was on. I was going to congratulate him with the Vegas. Uh, they they won. Uh, I was hoping Nashville would play up with that. I think that would be off the chain. But I think uh, Winnipeg got that on lock. I think they're going to beat the Preds. But uh, I don't know what I'm going to say, but uh, I think, honestly, the, the Sixers, uh, like I said, I think the last two games, they were just, I think they, they lost it themselves. I think the first game, they just came out flat and, you know, just, you know, just, just riding high. And then the last two, it's just that they're just, I don't know, man, like, it's there, but it's just, I mean, I just fight like mentally, they're just lost. Um, I think they are. I mean, I think they're, I don't know if they're ready for this. I mean, Ben Simmons is clearly not all there. Joel Embiid has had an off and on series at times. You know, he just won't play in, on in the paint. I mean, it's fairly irritating. Um, th- there's just there's not a ton to like about this team in this series. Um, they've been bad at times defensively. They've um, they've turned the ball over an awfully uh, awful lot late in the game. Um, I think both these teams, like we said, Toronto and Philly, there's a lot of questions you have to ask yourself. Where do you go from here? They're not going to fire Brett Brown. Um, listen, I've said from the beginning of the season, I don't think Brett Brown is the right guy to lead this team. I, I don't. I, I don't know how good a coach he really is. I, I think they'd be better off with someone else. Uh, I would have loved David Fisdale. They're not going to get rid of Brett Brown, unfortunately. As much as I want them to, they're not going to do it. Um, it's not because of the series. I just, I, I never really liked the guy. Uh, I don't know that he's ready to be a head coach. I think he's better off as a an assistant. I don't know how good of a leader he is, but – yeah, I mean, the Sixers need – they need to go in the gym, Ben particularly, get a jump shot. I mean, he's way too timid with the basketball in this series. Yeah, like when he when he got that rebound, I mean, he threw it up like it was a spike, like he was doing a volley for volleyball. Like, I mean, I don't know why he just didn't – I don't know. It's just – and then when they threw the ball in like that, I'm like I, – I just don't understand, like, how Kimi mentally just – I just couldn't believe it. I mean, I was like, they literally lost that game, you know, like – to me, Boston did not, you know, they, they stayed in it, but it's just like they lost it because they were just doing this careless stuff. I'm just like, man, I mean, they were well, If they knew how to finish games, they would be up 2-1 right now. Um, yeah, no, and, and they would be going in, they'd be going into Monday night with a chance to get the stranglehold in the series uh, and win it in, in Boston on, on Thursday. Um, they, they have no one to blame but themselves. Um, it's shameful. Game two, the loss was awful. Um, and, and last night it was even worse. Um, it, they're just, it's just a mess. It's really disheartening. And, you know, you look at it though, and you say to yourself, why are we surprised? I mean, you know, they, they have some work to do. Right. Um, and also your last caller, he was talking about the, the, uh, the Mexican league, the, the, um, league of MX. 
only the only tip I would do is the only time I bet that league is when they're in the play, like they're doing their tournament and their overs tend to hit in the second legs, like kind of like how you say with like Europa League and Champions League. So um, I usually tend to do that with that league. And then as far as MLS, I've just been auto betting Atlanta. I mean, they're six and two to me. Like I've bet them eight times and I've been six and two, but they had like one draw and one loss. So pretty good. Sorry about that. Um, Kid yelling. But, uh, yeah, he he got a he got a bird, uh, electronic bird that you can speak to and it'll speak to you back. And so he he's excited. <laughs> oh, nice. But uh, but yeah, no, I, that's just a good tip. I mean, because I know MLS is just really like a lot of goals, but Atlanta is just to me an auto bet. They they keep making them like plus money all the time, and I'm like, okay, I'll take it. But. Yeah, no, no. I, I agree with you. I, I, I totally agree. Agree, but um, did, I don't know if you watched that. I, uh, I knew it was going to happen, of course. You know, I, I decided to, to hop on the NASCAR train with you, and then, of course, I, I jinxed you, and you know, I'm like, <laughs> but it was a good run. But, I mean, like I said, you you got plenty of season to go, so I'll keep riding with you. So, And it was a good yeah, run. Yeah, I liked your uh, – my song. Not I just really. want to say this, though. I'm, I'm glad you – and, and and that's why like I'm glad you do like the way you say stuff. I'm glad you you say like when you're up for the week, like that's when you should do bets like that. Don't like depend on your like your electric bill money on uh, Danny Hamlin. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm glad you you do that. So I appreciate you, you can't, doing that. Yeah, you can't you can't be betting. Uh, you, you know, it's not guaranteed uh, NASCAR for sure. Right. I mean, you can't, like I said, it was just perfect. Like, you just nailed it perfect. Like, if you're up and having to, you know, throw something on it, you know what I'm saying? If it hits, it hits. But don't, like, if you're down seven, eight units for the week, yeah, it's not that going to bring you back. But, but uh, no, I just wanted to uh, show some support as always. But uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow, and uh, and I'll be listening to the show tomorrow morning as well. Sounds good. Thanks, Juan. Take it easy. Uh, no, no problem, but I'll see you. Uh, Good stuff as always. Uh, by the way, um, we, we were, you know, and I want to the next caller. I, I think I know who this is. I want to get his opinion on this too. Uh, Ryan, what's happening? What's up, buddy? How's it going, Jeff? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, let me ask you. Um, you know, you're a Sixer fan. Um, Unfortunately, where do you go from here if you're the Sixers? Um, it's a good question. I mean, like you were just talking about with the previous caller. Um, they should be up two to one in the series. I mean, that's not me trying to, you know, look on the bright side. I mean, it's just the realization of it. I mean, they're up 22 points on the road in game two. And in my opinion, that game's lost from a coaching perspective where Brett Brown just keeps the same lineup on the floor, doesn't call a timeout, just lets the run happen. And then they're only up four at the half. Like, that's just terrible. Like, that's inexcusable. And then yesterday, you know, I wasn't able to watch the game. I had some obligations throughout the day and evening that I couldn't watch the game. But from going back and rewatching and seeing some highlights and just hearing about people, um, the common denominator yesterday was turnovers. I mean, and that's something that's plagued this team year has been turnovers. I mean, I mean, not being able to get the ball in, sloppy handoffs. I mean, like – 
that's just – I mean, whether the, the team's young or not, like, you just – that's inexcusable. I mean, you're at home. It's not like it's loud. It's, I mean, you're not like you're confused. You're just coming off of a timeout. Like, that's just stuff that cannot happen. And I don't want to hear about growing pains and all this other shit. Like, no. Like, that's just – Fundamentals, like that's fundamental. Yeah, but the, the problem the is, the, the, the problem is, I mean, they were dead last this year in turnovers per game, sixteen and a half turnovers a game. Um, you know, you look at the rest of the teams that are that are in that cohort: the Lakers, Phoenix, Atlanta, Brooklyn. They're all bad teams. Memphis, Denver. Uh, Denver wasn't too bad, but either way, too, way too many turnovers. And this was all season. Another problem that this team had. Um, I mean, keep in mind, per possession, they're turning it over 16% of the time. That's the worst in the league. This has been a problem, yeah. and blowing leads has been a problem. That lead they blew the other night was the fifth time this year they've blown a lead of 20 points or more. That was an NBA all-time record. That's yeah. not a list you want to be on. Um, they have no and, – and to me, it comes – and that's why people say, well, Brett Brown doesn't turn the ball over. Brett Brown doesn't miss shots. Okay, but he also doesn't – you know, he, this whole blowing leads thing, it's, that's coaching after a while, not calling timeouts, not having the right sets, not, none of that stuff. It's just all this stuff, same old, same old. It's getting old. And you look at this team, I mean, how, yeah, how good are they, though? You look, you look at this team, though. I mean, you know, Ben Simmons has been very timid. Embiid has been all over the place. Covington's a mess. Sarge has been absolutely horrendous. Uh, Bellinelli, yeah. Good shooter, but takes awful shots, and um, you know he doesn't play defense at all. Uh, what's there to like about this team? I mean, there's a lot of negativity around them. You know, again, you got to the playoffs, you won around. Now let's try to win something. This has been a total no show. Yeah, and, and it's unfortunate because the the run that they went on going into the playoffs was, you know. Obviously, part of the reason why everyone, you, myself, other Sixers fans, the 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 people on a national scale were encouraged by, you know, what they this team could do in the playoffs, and with the kind of East being down, with Boston battling injuries, and you know, the Cavs being inconsistent all year and having to rely on LeBron, everyone was like, okay, maybe this team could could make a run to the finals. But um, for whatever reason, I mean, collectively, they just haven't found their shot. Um, particularly from three, which has really, really hindered them, having to really kind of just play from behind, scratch and claw um, to, to, to stay in games and, and try to find a way to win, which, uh, you know, like we said, they should be up two to one. So, I mean, that shouldn't have been an issue. But, um, yeah, just, I mean, and a couple of just mental mistakes, Jeff. I mean, I know the last caller was talking about it briefly, but didn't really, didn't really say it the way I thought, but, so on the on the the what was it I think the second to last possession the Sixers had, where they missed the layup and Simmons gets the rebound and tries to put mm. it back up, like no, you get the rebound, yeah. you take it out, you pull it back out, you get it to Redick or you get it to someone that's a little bit better of a free throw shooter, and 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 you foul and you go to the line. You don't try to just to put the ball back like that's that's just that's not smart basketball. And I've talked to you all the time. One of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to sports is these kids that have all the talent in the world but do not understand the game. And that's a perfect example of Simmons not understanding situation and what's going on in the game. You cannot put that ball back up. You have to pull that out and make them foul you. Point blank. No, the basketball IQ there was was very low. I mean, it was very poor. Uh, the, the, 
also he had a play in the uh, in overtime where he just it was like a, a an inbound pass and he just like lobbed it. It was like the hell was that? Like throw the ball with a little fucking power behind it, not like it's some sideshow you know basketball game on a Sunday afternoon. Um, yep. Yeah, they 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 just have a ton of issues and they need to make some major changes. I mean, this team isn't good enough to win anything. And look, eventually you're going to have to get off the whole, you know, they're a young team. They're a young team. They're a young team. Next year, they're not going to be a young team. They have playoff experience. They'll be expected yep. to win games. And the problem yep. is the East is not going to get any easier. Celtics are going to get better. Pacers are a decent team. You know, obviously Toronto will get better. Washington with Beal and Wall. I mean, this is going to become a better division, a better conference. Um, teams are getting better slowly but surely. You know, I expect, to, you know, even teams in your own division, teams are going to get better. Um, and they're letting go great opportunities. Ryan, I got to ask you, um, I've talked to you before about Shawshank Redemption. And I have to ask you, you ever think, like, what happens after the movie? Like, what ends up happening to them? Like, do you think, like, they they just kind of embrace and they, they, they kind of, you know, wh- where do they go from, from here? Well, I think uh, I, I think. Well, if you remember back to the movie, um, Andy wanted to, to to build a charter boat and and take take people out charter fishing, and uh, you know that's the reason why he asked uh, Red to come and, and come down there with him to to basically help him with that with that idea and getting that idea off the ground. So, if it's my my opinion, I think uh, I think they they run with that. He he's working on the boat there at the end. I think they get that fixed up pretty nicely. Um, they get themselves a nice little charter boat uh, fishing business and and uh, you know just live together as uh, as friends and, and and have a cool nice little business and 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 you know live happily for after so to speak. I guess you could say. But um, so you don't yeah, that's how. so you don't so you don't think that. Andy was ever found and located, and yeah, there's no Red way. was arrested. There's, there's no way. There's no way that that they would that they would be arrested. None. That and Andy. I mean, you talk about well, working. I mean, again, again, you talk no, about working I mean, what, the system, dude. He okay. worked the system better than that. That's genius. Like that's. Genius. It doesn't matter though, Ryan. He also is an escaped convict. You you think they just stop looking for you after a while? I mean, they're not going to just stop. I mean. You have I to remember. You. I mean, and, and there was actually an interesting. I wanted to. I wanted to bring this up to you. The prison that they filmed that movie at was actually in Ohio. It was an right. Ohio prison that they used. Yes. And there was actually a guy that that was there named Frank Freshwaters. That was his name. He actually escaped from that prison, and he was caught fifty six years later, um, just living a regular life. He lived in. Um, I want to say he lived in Florida somewhere. Um, he had retired yeah. his job. He was living on Social Security. Um, yeah. He left clues about his identity, but he was, you know, they ended up finding him. You, you do realize they're not just going to stop looking for somebody, you know. Um, again, though, it was another country, so that's most of those most of those criminals, Jeff, too, quote unquote criminals. Um, more times than not, criminals are aren't intelligent people, um, or, or else yeah, they would get caught. Um, Andy Dufresne is extremely intelligent, uh, and he wasn't a criminal. He was wrongfully accused, and he was an extremely intelligent person. So I don't think he would have left clues. I think uh, – I, no, so I don't think he would have got caught. Yeah, no, I, I, it's an interesting thing. I, I kind of just thought about it as I was watching it Here's yesterday. a question for you, real, real quick. Here's a question yeah. for you. 
Um, I saw that's that's weird that you bring Shawshank Redemption up. I saw it like a week or so ago. Um, the question was, how did Andy get the poster back up after he escaped? Like after he was, like when he would go in and when he would go in and like work on his tunnel and everything, how would he get the poster back up? Like what? Like how? You know what I mean? How would he do? How would that work? Yeah. Also, also another thing about it is, if you know anything about prisons, they do walkarounds every hour. And like they have right. flashlights. I mean, somebody would have noticed. Like after a while, like where is he? Like he's not in his bed, right. and there's some there's some hole in the wall. Like that's a good question. I guess he had like tape on it, and he just kind of as he's going down, he pushed it back up. But listen, I mean, the story's very, you know, with with a little hammer. I mean, come on, man. I mean, you need like <laughs> a real like 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 yeah. gr- like saws and stuff. And it would be incredibly loud. I mean, do you know how loud that would be? I mean, it, it's. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's a movie. But um, great. But um, there's some. Um, there's funny. There's some sites on the internet that kind of like defunct like everything that he did. Um, right. And the guy writes at the end of the Shawshank Redemption, Andy Dufresne escapes from prison. Then the next day, he uses a fake identity and runs several banks, gets a convertible car, and makes a cachet in some remote place that Red later finds, and he flees to Mexico. Now banks don't open early as 8 in the morning, more likely 9. Just visiting each bank takes at least 20 minutes. And he was withdrawing large sums of cash, which would, I feel like, that'd be kind of weird. Like if someone comes in, hey, uh, you know, I don't know. It, it's a movie, though, so I'm not going to try to right. explain it too much. But. Of course. Like, also, how did Red, like, he just, like, what did he like? Cause you've been to like the beach, right? I mean, you know how much beach there is. Like, what did he just walk aimlessly up beaches until he found him? Like, <laughs> and like, he just happens to be out on that boat. Like, cleaning I mean, it. he gives them the name of the town. So like, I mean, perhaps the name of the town isn't, I mean, or excuse me, maybe the town itself that's say Wataneo, maybe it's a small town, um, you yeah. know, and obviously you just go to the, you know, walk the shoreline. I, I don't know. That's a good question. I, I don't know. Uh, now, Ryan, um, the Phillies, uh, they blew another one today. What's up? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, it's the, 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 the weakest link of their team is obviously it has been for some time the bullpen, and um, unfortunately the bullpen struck again today. Um, Arietta gives you another great outing. He's been, he's been very good so far this year. Um, they scratched and clawed against um, Scherzer and, and got his pitch count up pretty high. Um, early on, and and was able to chase him, and then and then put some runs across on on Washington's bullpen. But you know, like the Phillies have done for the last couple of years, their bullpen just continues to to screw them over, and and it did and it did today a game that a game that they should have won. That I mean, you're up four to one going into the eighth inning. I mean, you know, more times than not, you're going to win that game. But uh, with how bad the Phillies' bullpen is, Jeff, it's just no lead's really safe with them. So uh, that's obviously something they have to get figured out going forward as the years to come and going into the off season. It's definitely something they need to address because starting pitching so far has been pretty good. Uh, obviously, their lineup has been scoring runs. It's just the bullpen needs to they need to get that figured out. Yeah, Philly's a big underdog today. Would have been a nice cash for underdog betters. Uh, Scherzer yeah. had six or fifteen strikeouts today. Um, very good, obviously. They, he's always owned the Phillies. Yo, Ryan, let me ask you. Um, you're a hockey guy. Uh, does Vegas win it all? I, 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 I don't see why not. I mean, this team is this team's on some sort of roll right now. Um, you know, 
it's funny because I was talking with a buddy of mine last week, and he's a big hockey guy. And like, it's just they're 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 if you know anything about like hockey or just sports in general, I mean, when expansion teams come in, I mean, teams put a ban on certain players that the expansion teams can't pull from their team. So, I mean, this is a team full of just kind of teams or players that those teams didn't want. I mean, you go up and down the roster, there's not a lot of big-name players on there. I mean, they have James Neal and Marc-Andre Fleury and uh, uh, Belmar from the Flyers, who's a nice player. But um, they're just kind of a lot of scrubs, really, and they've just been playing lights out all year. I would – if you put a future in on them, you're sitting pretty good because I know you have one, and if other people out there have a future on them, I would really like their odds because they're my they would be my pick currently to come out of the Western Conference, and probably going up against Washington, um, they'll probably finish off the Penguins, I would imagine, um, and then uh, Tampa. They closed out their series today. Who's a very good hockey team as well. I think Tampa Vegas would be a fantastic Stanley Cup final. Um, but, yeah, I, I, this team can win the Stanley Cup. Will they? Uh, I don't I don't want to say yes quite quite, quite yet, but, but they definitely can for sure. Ryan, American Pharaoh, you know who that is, the horse. Uh, yeah, the horse. I read an article, yeah. I read an article recently that he's now retired, I believe. Uh, and oh, good for him. You know what he does? You know what he does now? I mean, what is there for a horse to do? He has sex three times every day, and his owners charge two hundred grand per impregnation, which generates about thirty million a year annually. Wow! No kidding. Eight times a day—that's a lot. That's that. Yeah. I mean, you know, someone's got to do it. So uh, good for him. I mean, he eats, he shits, and he has sex. I, I mean, and hey. sleeps. And sleeps. Exactly. I, I imagine he. I imagine he sleeps pretty well after having sex three times a day. <laughs> and uh, what what, if, what would you have done if Brad Marchand licked you? Oh God. Well, first off, Brad Marchand is fucking weasels in all the NHL, and anyone who's not a Boston fan would say so. Uh, talented player, no doubt. I mean, um, I was seeing some Boston fans tweeting that they should get rid of him. It tells you all you need to know about Boston fans, a bunch of fucking front runners. But um, if he licked me, I'd fucking punch him in his face. Um, I'll take a five-minute penalty for that. If you lick me in my face, you're getting a fucking right jab to the fucking nose, uh, especially Brad Marchand. But that's what he is. He wants, he wants to get under your skin, and he wants to, you know, he wants to play that game. So um, I'm not surprised. But he's a, like I said, he's a little, he's a little worm. One other thing for you, uh, preseason ESPN did their power rankings. They had the Golden Knights dead last, uh, and they commented saying, but they'll be tops when it comes to selling merchandise. Uh, dead wrong. There man. you go. There you go. Is ESPN ever right, though? So, I mean. Uh, no, doesn't seem like they I'm not, are. Yeah, uh, I'm, not sure I'm not sure they're ever right, so I'm not surprised. Ryan, good stuff, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Jeff. Later, dog. Uh, good stuff there. Uh, if you want to call in, give me a call. Slow call night here. 917-889-3290. 917-889-3290. Um, yeah, I mean, Ryan discussed it. Philly's tough loss today. Obviously, um, bullpen wasn't good enough. I mean, Naris comes in, can't close it out. 
Tommy Hunter uh, gave up a run. Uh, Garcia gave up a run. Um, you know, really wasted a pretty good outing from uh, Jake Arrieta. Um, but uh, where else do we have here tonight? Um, the Warriors uh, get a job, get the job done today. Uh, Pelicans are done. Uh, they're just not getting the same production that they were getting in the first series. Uh, Miritich hasn't played well. Rondo's been kind of up and down. Um, but Golden State's just a way better team, just how it goes. Um, and no one's going to beat them. Uh, Golden State will win um, yet another uh, NBA title. Houston beat the Utah Jazz tonight. Uh, they're going to meet in the uh, finals. It's going to be the Celtics and the Cavs. I would expect pretty good uh, Eastern and Western Conference finals. Uh, four good teams, four solid teams. Um, but the Warriors are going to win. No one's beating the Warriors. We all know that. Um, but uh, as far as uh, tonight, um, I'm having a bit of trouble with uh, my computer here. So I might have to wrap this up a bit early tonight. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, I mean, it's Sunday. We're not usually on the air. Uh, thought I'd come on, take a couple calls, see where people are with the Sixers and uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, keep in mind, catch Blackjack every day on the Action Network. You can catch me on Sports Book Review at 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, but Donnie Wrightside also uh, have a little show I do at 5 o'clock every day uh, talking MLB. Uh, and Blackjack and I will be back on the air a little bit later tomorrow as well. So uh, make sure you uh, check that out. Uh, make sure you're um, – sorry, guy, I'm having a fucking issue with my computer here. Um, make sure you're checking all that out. I'm not even sure we're still in the air. But, uh, again, uh, sorry for the if confusion if you're out there listening. I'm going to have to wrap it up. I'm having a little trouble here. Uh, hopefully I can get all of the air uh, successfully here. Uh, everyone have a great night. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, Monday, official episode. We'll be back then, 1030 Eastern. Bye-bye.